All right, happy Boxing Day, everybody. Uh, welcome to Can You Take Me Higher, post-grunge podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm Jordan. And things might sound different. Yeah. Why is that, Jordan? Because we're in the same room. Yes, for the first time ever, uh, we're recording from the same location. Um, so, you know, this is a big day. I don't think I've even seen Jordan in person since the night I asked him if he wanted to be my co-host. Yeah, which true. Denied the, denied the front bottoms concert yeah the front bottoms concert dude like this is pretty crazy i i actually had to like prepare myself for that moment which oh, is, right. is really weird because jordan's like one of my best friends but i it, it was like asking a girl on a date or something it was like a pretty big commitment to make that that means a lot to me and then i remember your next response was awesome can we name it the hanging chad <laughs> Um, which we did not end up doing cause that was taken or something. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, here we are, uh, live from Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, ready to talk about Matchbox 20. Uh, what's it called? Yeah. Yourself or someone like you from 1996. I'll let you go first, Jordan. Do you have any, any relationship with this album? Not really. Uh, so I, I've heard of, I think a little bit of real world, um, 3am, um, I think it was just mainly on, on some of the, the stations, Pandora stations. Yeah. To. Yeah. And I honestly didn't really like it like a ton whenever I was like younger. Um, it, it wasn't that I like hated it, but I just never really got into it. Um, and I don't think, I think I've heard of push, but like, it's like supposedly their, their top song. Yeah. On Spotify, and I have never... Sounds like you just took it for granted. <laughs> True. Yeah, so... So, yeah, not a whole lot of, uh... Not a whole lot of, uh... You know, past history with this with this album. Um... And, I mean, a, a large part of that might be just because I... I was three years old when this came out. Mm, also, that might have something to do with it. But, I mean, like... At the same time, like, there is a lot of 90s stuff that I've, like, gotten into, like, since then, like, Radiohead, like, I think OK Computer and, uh, I think OK Computer came out, like, in 97, uh, and then The Benz came out in 95, I, I've listened to both of those, but, um, yeah, and then Nirvana, yeah. so, but, yeah, so, so I'm really in the exact opposite boat, as in, like, I, I, don't have a good reason why, but this was, this was like the album of my senior year of high school. Um, so I don't know if you went through this stage, Jordan, but like before you became a senior in high school, you had this weird like thing go on in your mind where you're like, it's time for me to grow up. Like I need to become mature. Did you ever have that? Not really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like a really misguided kind of, uh, feeling because what does a 17 year old really know about growing up um and i i decided you know it's time for me to stop listening to like you know metalcore and like under oath you know i never got into under yeah tune, tune down the screaming a little bit i really just kind of gave that up at a certain point and i switched hard into like dad rock I, this, this is dad rock. yes that i is, got that's a good this was one of my favorite albums this and uh the Joshua Tree were like, I would have probably called those two of the greatest albums of all time when I was 17. 
I got really into like, um, well, actually, did, did you ever listen to 106.1? It was, a little, a little it was called Gen X Radio. At the time, so like 106.1 like was like the oldies for a little while. Yeah. I, I guess I don't even really remember them being Gen X radio. I mm. remember them being like either the oldies or like country, just like every other station here. Yeah, yeah. They changed the country pretty soon after I went to college. But yeah, so they would play... I think they're the, the twister yeah, now. Yeah, they're like some 80s, a lot of 90s, a little bit of 2000s. But it was like, I got really into Matchbox 20, Goo Goo Dolls, and Counting Crows. So kind of like the, the holy yeah. trinity of like... Uh, milk toast white people bands right there that that is like that is like basically like soft rock oh yeah like, yeah like i i was like listening to, like to this and i was like matchbox 20 was like like i didn't really know what soft rock was like as a genre until i like listened to this album a little bit and i was like okay this is soft rock yeah goo goo dolls is soft rock. Anyway, oh, go man. Ahead. Yeah, so, um, go ahead, anyway, yeah, so yourself or someone like you, this was their debut album. Um, and, uh, it, it was called post grunge on Wikipedia. I don't, I don't think of matchbox 20 as a post grunge band, but I do think this has enough post grunge elements, you know, to qualify for this show. Yeah. Um, plus, I you mean, know, Rob Thomas did a song with Santana. So, oh yeah. So he's basically so, Chad Kroger. So he's basically Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot which, of mom arguments around which mm, one did a better yeah. Santana. But, um, you know, I've listened to this off and on since I was a senior in high school and, you know, the past week too. And, uh, I, I won't disclose all my opinions right now. We'll just get right into this thing. And I won't disclose mine cause I don't really have any. Okay, yeah. So once again, guys, um, don't be too disappointed. But Jordan, Jordan just doesn't take this podcast very seriously. What can I say? I'm not yourself. I'm just someone like you. So does that make sense? Yeah, well, um, I try to tie it okay. in with the, the album name. But yeah, yeah. So um, I guess some a little bit of background. Like I, I read up on Rob Thomas's childhood, and he's like he had a pretty tough growing up. Like, like how so? I mean, he was just, you know, he grew up kind of, you know, trailer trash for lack of a better term. His mom like had a lot of like abusive boyfriends. He, I think he dropped out of high school. Um, he is he like, is he like the boy from boyhood? I think he had it definitely worse than the boy from boyhood. Oh. Um, whatever's it, Mason. Yeah. yeah he's, his, he's no Mason. His stepdad, not like squash. <laughs> Oh, that's a deep cut. That is a deep wow. cut, sorry. Um, he, yeah, and I think he himself, like, he got into drugs, too, and I think was an alcoholic, and, yeah. You see a lot of that come through here, and I think, yeah, you know, there's an honesty to this album I really appreciate that um, I think will shine through. Um, to me, it's, no, I'll save that for later, but, okay, you ready, Jordan? So, before we start, so here, here's the question that I, I, so some of Rob Thomas's solo work, I really liked, and I, then I tried to listen to Matchbox 20, I wasn't as big of a fan. Huh. Did you, did you ever have... The only solo thing I can think from him is, uh, I don't want to be lonely no more. There's, there's that one, and then Smooth with Santana. Oh yeah, I'm not a huge Smooth fan, I don't know. 
it, that's a good song. I, okay. I really, I really liked that one. Right. And then, uh, um, I was the one that I could only like hum it in his voice, and it just wouldn't do it justice. But forever the same. I don't remember what it sounded like. I'll be everything you want me to be. Huh. I don't recognize it. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yourself or someone like you, we're just going to play this whole thing through. And uh, we've got a nice sound system here. Um, you have a decent setup, and I, I hope this is pleasant on your eardrum. Real World is song number one. Here we go. genius here um yeah so the lyrics are kind of stupid on this one um let's see what the internet has to say so like a side conversation today songs in the bottom uh um it's a hundred percent likely. Oh shoot! How do I turn this down? It's the easiest way. Oh. Yeah, I might need to turn it back up later. But um, real world. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, he's comparing himself to Superman, of course. Um, yeah, this song is, it's kind of catchy. It's not, it's just not great. I don't have a lot to say about this one. Um, it's fun, you know? To learn about here from someone else. So like, Pretty sick guitar solo there. Oh yeah, I. That's one of my favorite notes. <laughs> what, what note is that? Um, is that a? I don't know. You have the guitar. The, the song is key of A, I think, but that wasn't an A. That was a. What is that? That's a. That's uh, what? F sharp. Uh, really, really high F sharp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, I just don't have anything to say about this song. I used to think it was really good. This is it's mediocre compared to a lot of stuff on here. It's it's not really about anything. I don't really care about it. What's he saying about the real world? It, I wish it would just stop hassling. I, you know, the real world is hard. And he says, uh, please don't change. Please don't break. The only thing that seems to work at all is you. So it's like, I don't know, don't break up with me or something. Um, this guy who commented said, uh, the bridge indicates that the persona isn't totally removed from reality. Basically saying being yourself is the best. I mean, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, what you're saying about the guitar, the, the guitar is probably the weakest part of this band, honestly. It's... The strength in this album, I think, believe it or not, is in Rob Thomas, both his voice and the songwriting. Yeah. I mean, there's not really a whole lot of... Uh, not a whole lot of complexity, like, musically. No, there's like. not. You're, you're not going to get, like, a... No. You're not going to get Radiohead yeah. quality uh-huh. experimentation. Long Day, their first single. Um, Wait, that was their first single? Yeah. Oh, I used to love this song so much. Is this like, is this during your like angsty days? No, this is like senior year. This is post angst. Post angst? <laughs> post angst music. Here we go. This is where it gets good though. So there's like a key change. Yeah, well, I can't give myself to go away. Hey. Got, he's got the haze. So yeah, that's good enough to be in, be in the post guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna stop doing this. Probably not hurt her after a while. Her what? Her oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why Rob Thomas can't talk anymore. Serious? Oh, I made that up. <laughs> I thought I'd say like he can't like it. Just like went mute. <laughs> That'd be so bad. Yeah, I know. Dude, okay, so maybe this is a good time for it. So like what, what this reminds me of is like, are, are you familiar with the term like Heartland Rock? So, so think about like like John Mellencamp, uh, maybe Tom Petty, like Road for Spring Street. Yeah, so it's like, it's like kind of like country, except it's more like instead of it's, yeah, it's more like left wing too. It's it's very like pro union, like pro worker type stuff too, instead of like you know pro. South and Bro Gun. Yeah. It, this kind of this kind of falls into that for me. Maybe not intentionally, but it's like you know that that music wasn't super complex, but like it's fun to listen to. You know, the singers had powerful voices. That's a little bit better solo. Yeah, that was better. So like this is. But you, I, I, yes. one yeah, I can appreciate this album if I think of it as like in that conversation and not in like. The whole of '90s rock. Yeah, I like. Whenever I listen to this, I picture myself being. I picture myself being on like a road trip. Yeah. To like to Colorado. Yeah. Going through Kansas. There's nothing but like you know yeah. wheat fields. Yeah. And a bunch of cows. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I listen to this on the way to Tulsa. And it's, it's definitely better when you're in a car. No doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he does something with his voice in this album that he just doesn't really do in his later stuff. Sometimes he's, like, a little overboard with it. Yeah. But usually he, like, finds a sweet spot. Like, after this, he stopped doing it and totally lost that edge, you know? Yeah. Like, I watched a concert with them, too, and it was just... 
Yeah, it was really milk toast. It was just, it just felt like dad rock. They did a few songs from this album. That was obviously the highlight. The, the thing but, that I always wonder is like, with, with people with like voices like that, like how much of it usually is natural versus like forced. Oh yeah, I, I mean, like yeah. with some people it's like, okay, do these guys like Scott Stapp and Chad Kroger? Yeah, they they're just like they're projecting. Wrongly. Yeah, it's nobody can sing like that. No, this is like. It's a little more subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's still. I don't think it's his natural voice per se, but he's he's not trying to ask hard. Yeah. Yeah. So so this song, three a.m., says it's about twelve or thirteen year old Rob Thomas, whose mom has cancer. Uh, it's about her reaction and how he processed and dealt with the entire situation. That's so. That's so odd. That yeah. it, it seems like a. I, it seems like a happier song. Yeah. Not like a like a super like happy song. Uh huh. Oh, Rob Thomas himself commented on this song. I always thought it was about his mom being an alcoholic. I don't know. Maybe it's both. What What did he comment? Um, I remember being really proud of that line. By that line. Well, she believes that life isn't made up of all that you're used to. I remember being really proud of that line, resignation and being okay with that instead of changing the script and changing the narrative. I don't even know yeah. what he's talking about, but okay. Yeah, um, sounds true. She only sleeps when it's raining. It was always raining in Florida. Okay, cool. Um, that's so, she, so she was sleeping. Okay. Yeah. So this... Yeah, it's kind of... So where, where, where did they originate from? They're from Florida. That's the, yeah, that's the butt rock capital of America. I mean, you've got, uh, shoot, well, I mean, Creed. You've got Matchbox 20. There's somebody else. Was, uh, somebody else we did, I think, was from Florida. Oh, well, they actually, uh, yeah, they... Uh, amended the Constitution to make Chad Kroger an honorary Floridian. Did you hear about that? Are you serious? I mean, no, was, no, I'm not serious. Dude, it's Florida. <laughs> you know uh, how many wag things? I oh yeah, Florida? yeah. Hold on, Florida. Oh, I can't type. You're probably hearing this. Uh, I know Limp Biscuit is from Florida too. Um, they're not really post grunge, but they're butt rock. Puddle of Mud? No, no, they're not. Hold on. Um, music of Florida. <laughs> rock, heavy metal, southern rock, just rock. Um, Tom Pet of oh, Shine Down. Shine Down's from Jacksonville, and so is a. Saving Abel, maybe? Cold. Uh, Cold. They did uh, the song Stupid Girl. Not Saving Abel, Stupid Girl. But, uh... Um... We got Ma- oh, Alter Bridge. Of course. They're Creed minus Scott Stapp. <laughs> Sister Hazel. <laughs> Sister Hazel is not bad. No, but they're they're definitely like this kind of music. Sister Hazel, I think they're like in uh, they're like near like Daytona. I 
think my cousin and I went to like a few other concerts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that's Sister Hazel country over there. It's Sister Hazel. I, I forgot what songs they did. Uh, it's hard to say what it is I see. It's, it's definitely the best music. Just like it's, it's like very, uh, it's like um, very uh, Mr. Jonesy. Yeah. yeah, I think Mr. Jones is a little bit better than that. Uh, here's Push. This, okay, this. Yeah, I thought this was a really good song when I heard it even just the past few days. Because um, I think I think it's about like him being like at least like emotionally abused or something by like a girlfriend. Um, let's see. Yeah, because you hear the chorus and people who don't do their research are just like he's saying he wants to push a girl around and uh that's not what's happening yeah that's pretty much what it is yeah this isn't fun to talk about well i mean a lot a lot a lot of this too, stuff is too serious a lot of this yeah. stuff is like about serious like yeah much else to do apparently <laughs> it's just like like a full-time uh, job because he's mute now uh-huh. so, um yeah this one definitely has like a country vibe to it watch uh you know florida georgia line cover this Except they would probably just do it like from the man's perspective and sing like I wanna push you around. <laughs> oh man. Dude, I I don't know. I, I don't know Okay, yeah. They're probably they're probably not like, you know, woman beaters. Yeah. Fair enough. I would hope so. I yeah. Um you really started out as like a like a worship band at like Belmont University in Nashville, and then they just transitioned into like country and singing about parties and girls. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 
They probably, yeah. That's that's the South for you. Uh, the song, the song that I can't stand is, and which makes it a lot more interesting now is like that holy song. Have you ever heard that? Holy. It's called High on Loving You. I don't think so. It's just like it's just really sacrilegious, I think. By Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like that's just because it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just don't really like that band a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, here's here's Matchbox 20's uh, beer and sex song. Girl like that. It's kind of a. It's, it kind of does the whole, uh, I can't believe you thought I would change, this is who I am, shtick. Um, you know, that like, you know. What? Does he, uh, does he, he, com- he doesn't one? comment on this one. He's just like, yeah, screw it, I don't have anything to Yeah, um, yeah, you gotta think with a girl like that, any luck at all is better than nothing. Yeah, no, no it's comments still, necessary. It's still, you know, I don't know. It doesn't sound as misogynist as, as the other weird sex song. No, this isn't. Uh, By the word, a hinder. Um, the thing that makes me uncomfortable is whenever anybody refers to their love interest as child. Is that in this song? I put my loving arms around you, child. I didn't even hear that. I've heard this song so many times and never heard child. You're right. You're right. Ah! <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think he's trying a little too hard on this song. It's a lot of this stuff is pretty repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could be fine. Oh, there we go. This is good. I like this. How is that listed still in the chorus? That it's definitely a bridge. Wait, a wait, bridge where? Well, I. Where's that? It's it's right there. It's like two paragraphs up. Right. Oh, yeah, well, yeah I don't think drags. it is. I think it's... No, it's not. It's just it's at first. I think chorus is just whatever's in the same paragraph. Yeah, it's just saying... Uh, yeah. Oh, it changed to any love at... Wait, it's always said any love? I thought it was any luck at all. Oh, maybe that... Sh- Maybe if that really does. <laughs> if any luck at all, like like a universal remote changes everything. <laughs> There's no way he's saying love. Hold on. Oh, he's not gonna say it again. Uh, yeah, it's gonna set the outro now. <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the sex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, this song. Oh, man. Okay, actually, I have a story with this song. 
Uh, it's okay. It's not much of a story. What's, no, this is the interesting part. <laughs> the interesting. Um, let's see. I think I'm playing actually a lot of songs. This oh, this song played at a coffee shop when I was on a date with a girl once. That's all. <laughs> Pretty much. So, so and I, Yeah, that might really be all that there is to it. Um, and I think it was like, yeah, I don't think this relationship is going anywhere. So, and like, this was like a sad song to like be playing at that moment. Uh, it was just, it was, it was appropriate, you know? Well, well what's the song about? The song, um, just, um, I think it's about like cheating. And like how everyone is thinking about somebody else. But it's also about like loneliness. Yeah, so I think it's like a bad relationship that no one wants to be in. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess that was a little bit appropriate. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Match. Taylor Hitsfield. Matchbox twenty is so lit. She's just bringing Matchbox twenty into the 21st century, man. Matchbox 21. <laughs> 21st century. Uh, so, so one thing that I, so whenever you mentioned like songs like on like a date, yeah. Like one thing that I like to do, not necessarily just like on dates, but I do like anywhere. But like I'll uh, like if there's like a song on that's loud enough for like the other person to hear me, I'll like. I'll like include the song lyric right as the song lyric is happening, <laughs> like into my my conversation. It's nice just to see if they notice. Because uh, well, one time I was with some friends at a Panera, and the song "The Rest Is Still Unwritten" was uh, was on, and so I was just like, "Yeah, well." I was just talking about, I guess, just like uh, a relationship I was having. I was like, "Well, the rest is still unwritten." And at that moment, yeah, at that moment, and it was great. It was great. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, there's definitely like some. The, the neat thing about music is that, and we've talked about this, is that it's very. It reminds you of a certain time in your life, almost more than anything else. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So like, there's. There's like certain song, there's like certain music that, um, there's like certain music like Bullock Party, like I don't even listen to them anymore, yeah. but like, I remember their music was like, I didn't really like it at first, but their music was so upbeat mm -hmm. that like, whenever I was going through like a little bit of like a depressing time after like when the day went bad, yeah, I like listened to that, it kind of got me out of my phone. That'll do it. A little bit of block party. Yeah, so will an actual block party. But, you know, you're in a bad mood, you just go outside and there's people just grilling and probably playing Matchbox 20. And That's a funny thing. It's like, whenever you think of block party, like, that music doesn't come to mind. No. Like, you think of, you know, this kind of music more so. You know, dude, I I think I've discovered the ideal grilling song. 
<laughs> I think the, it's uh, the pickle bag guy. Get up, go oh, out. That too, but I think the ideal grilling song is is Hook by Blues Traveler. Oh, that's the, so for me, that's the ideal. That's the ideal, that's the ideal like road tripping song. Okay. Like this is road trip music, and so is like Sister Hazel Traveler. Yeah, I mean it's Blues Traveler for makes, travelers. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Well. Eagle Eye Cherry. Yes. His his one song done eleven different ways. <laughs> this is this is uh, saved tonight, but it's actually saved today. <laughs> okay. I don't care what anyone says. I think this song is fantastic. I said it. That has a little bit of has a little bit of trumpet in there. I think I heard. I think flute. Most flute. What's that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not willing to go this, back. To now this, this song is brutal. I'm not willing it's to go a... back to good. <laughs> it sounds. I think I know why you like this album. Why? There's some of the some of the guitar sounds similar to. Okay, hear me out. A little bit of the bends, not like entirely, like but like the slower stuff, the slower stuff. I don't know. I'll have to like actually put some like real thought into that. But that's just the thing that kind of comes to mind. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just. I just. Yeah. And it has it has good transitions. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, so, which, it's, which I know you're about. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm an emotionally guided person, you know. ISFJ, Myers Briggs. All right. Yep. You don't mind us. What? Uh, um, hold on. I. Now your I. Get out of here. Oh gosh. Now I think you're an IS. Or an ISTJ, maybe. I am. I am TJ. You are. Okay. Yeah. I feel like our entire friend group is like some variation of IJ. A lot of people that. So a lot of my. Yeah. A lot of my friends and a lot of people that are like in IT. I talk to them and like, yeah, I'm an ITJ. Yeah. Exactly. There's some people that. Yeah. So, damn. Yeah. The point of the song is he he ends most verses with damn. I think that's the thing. Yeah, there's not. That's kind of that's one way to to make it all rhyme. Kind yeah, kind of filler, but. Oh, here comes the solo. Yeah. Yeah, this one's just bad relationship. Dude, when I was watching their live video, it was some concert in like 2012. They all started like playing in suits. And uh, the, the guitarist looks like uh, 
that guy from MTV Catfish with like the prematurely gray hair. Oh, uh, <laughs> is it Neff or the other guy? I can't remember his name, but Joe or Jim or something like that. I don't know. One of them's or Nev and the other. Nev, Nev and another. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like moving my hand over to type it, but um, yeah, that's what he looks like, and he just just a little bit of you know, not quite a person. Kind of didn't have any personality, like his, you know, guitar parts. Which, like this, this album is. I mean, compared to other things he's done on guitars. So, are you talking about the lead guitar? Yeah. I mean, like with some of the guitar parts, like if you act like, like part of like guitar is like you like you're doing like a crazy solo and like. And you're like trying to make it look like it's like you know yeah. difficult or like or make it seem like more intense than it actually is. Yeah. I feel like you can't do that here. You have to like you have to leave the personality to Robbie. Yeah. To Robbie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's this? Argue. I think this is the most post grungy on the album. Just when you get to a chorus, you'll hear it. Oh, he's playing some arpeggios here, though. He's not just playing chords. I did a little bit. Um, yeah, I found like my brother's old electric guitar when I was home. I tuned it. I didn't play it with an amp, but yeah, I was playing. Uh, I was playing "Thinking About You" by Frank Ocean. It's a fun song to play. All right. Yeah. Is that like what is? Is that a newer song? I no, it's, it's from like 2012. I, it's, a, it's a fantastic song. I watched Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that's I, not. I, I, yesterday, yeah. I, I was like, I couldn't remember what the like the main character's first name was. So I, I was like, oh, yeah, so it's Frank Ocean, and I was like, I, I said that at first, and then I was like, no, actually, it's not Danny Ocean. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That's probably. I think we got one more year on the decade. I think I think that'll be one of the best songs of the decade. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Besides, I mean, I could sit here and speculate. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more later. That's yes. Like, so, spoiler alert. That's our bonus content. Yeah. It's just stuff about the year. I don't. We haven't really talked it through very much. Yeah, well, that's that's what makes that's what makes it interesting. Yeah, exactly. That's the interesting part. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So argue, bad relationship. I'm assuming. Right? Yeah, we get along. Wait. Shouldn't argue. You don't know if he's saying should argue or shouldn't argue. I've never known until I've looked. Yeah, I thought it was like we don't get along or we get along so we should argue like it's ironic, you know. 
really we shouldn't argue, but I'm going to sing, oh, this song, this might be the best song in the album, Cody. This is very, um, it's very Lifehouse-y too. Yeah. I, I, I forgot, yeah, like Lifehouse is like, Lifehouse is a good mm-hmm. road trip music yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I want to hear somebody like cover this. I feel like someone could cover this and do something really interesting with it. I don't know. So, yeah, it's just about a homeless alcoholic, I think. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he only, so the thing about this is he only commented on genius on his popular oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. He should, should have, like, gone back and, like, just been like, oh, hey, this is, this is another one. Yeah. And he, the, the thing, like, the other thing is he didn't really, like, mention the meetings. He just, like, I'm really proud of this one. <laughs> like, okay, thanks, Rock. GTFO. Yeah. Well, well, just think about, like, what are the type of people who are, like, consider themselves big Matchbox 20 fans? They've obviously put up with a lot of, like, mediocre stuff ever since this album. They're probably not too interested in Cody and, uh, you know, Back to yeah. Good. They're just like, oh, yeah, they, they made 3 a.m. once, but I love the song Unwell. And how far we've come. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody would do that. Speaking of, you are uh, the movie Jingle. Yeah, with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Oh, of course. That was, a, that was a pretty interesting one. And that. That homeless alcoholic father oh, was possibly the most despicable person in any movie. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. That was. And it was like a real homeless man, too. They just found in Austin. Oh, really? He wasn't an actor. It was his only movie role, and they died, like, shortly after. Yeah. The one. I don't know. I don't remember. Hey, I'm like, Dude, I don't know. He did a. They should have paid him with, you know, getting out of homelessness. That would have helped. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That was such an interesting movie that was just like, it wasn't really a film. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just like a very... Like, oh, this is what happens in the American South. Yeah. Talked a little bit about movies that aren't about anything. Joe and, uh, and Boyhood. Yeah, true. Yeah. I remember, I remember the one thing about Boyhood was like, he had such a crappy relationship with his stepdad, but like, he had such an like, awesome relationship with his high school dad. Yeah. His mom was kind of, mm-hmm. she meant well, but he wasn't Yeah, dude. So I was like, I was like, as soon as like, that movie ended, I was like, wow, he's so more talented. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Dude. It's what it'll do. Um, yeah, Ethan Hawke is. I don't know. I I, I like Ethan. Yeah, Ethan Hawke a lot. Did you see uh, the movie First Reformed? 
knock him out of the should check it out. So he plays like a pastor of like a, a church and he's like if I say much more, it'll like ruin everything. But it's like it's really enjoyable. What is this song? Uh Busted. Yeah, this one is not my favorite. This actually might be my least favorite. I think I already said another one was my least favorite. My last one was about suicide. It's about homelessness, I think, and alcoholism. This one is just like... They had, they had said that they're going to call it the Bonanno. So that was, uh, it's about Cody who like, committed suicide. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah, Dang. I don't care about this song. Yeah, when you're not in a car, songs like this go really, really slowly. It's about, like, the Catholic Church. <laughs> I don't... I think this was before the scandal hit. You know, everyone was just huge on Catholicism in 96. Literally no critics. <laughs> well, I mean, before then, you know, there's, uh... <laughs> Martin Luther. <laughs> a little bit I mean, of, a yeah. Bit of a you know, you know, he came around eventually. I need a new feel dirty. What's that mean? It doesn't make it, any sense. It sounds like, it sounds like somebody that was like a spiritual authority did something. Yeah, bad. well, there's like another part where apparently it plays um, like audio where it's saying Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart today. It was taken from Bride's Rattlesnake. Um, I don't know that song, but okay. Stone Temple Pilots also used it in a song. It's right out of the bottom. Yeah, no one said anything. Stroll to the top, then. <laughs> no, look at these kids. I'm sorry, here at the bottom. The things that Genius wants us to watch. Jeremy Zucker, Noah Cyrus. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I hear with that... Vape smoking, hoodie wearing, I mean, face tattoo, maybe better off rap trying to get us to like. I don't even get, know what they sing. Get Brandon Jacobs like take Drew on. Jacobs. <laughs> Brandon, who's Brandon Jacobs? Uh, Drew, Drew Jacobs. I like got someone we know. I don't know. Dude, Drew. So, have you heard about that Patrice guy? He took down all his videos from YouTube like a year ago, and like, there's this big thing where he was like, he had like a countdown on his channel. And no one knew what it was about. It was just kind of like trolling. But he came back and talked about how, like, what he did and, like, people's comments, like, basically, like, ruined his life. And, like, he dealt with a lot of, like, depression. And, um, I don't know. Like, it got kind of real. But I was also kind of like, what, what did you think? You woke up one day and you're like, you know, I'm going to start this company that, you know, gets makes rich kids think they're good musicians put them all over the internet at a young age um and I don't want to be seen as a creep 
Yeah. Like, how does that work? You have a point there. So I don't feel as bad about him. But there's like some You feel bad for the kids? Okay, I... A little bit. Okay. But here's the... So, think, think about this. So, in this day and age, you could, in theory, just become a meme. Oh, oh easily, yeah. US. That sounds terrible. Like, yeah. you go anywhere, people are like, oh, hey, you're Bad Luck Brian. Yeah. Or like, oh, hey, you're Techno Viking. Have you ever heard of Techno no, Viking? No, I don't know that one. Techno Viking, he had like a GIF. He had like a GIF where he was like on like drugs. And like, he looks like very, like, Viking-ish, and he like, didn't have a shirt on and like had like tats and stuff like that. And so like from that point on, like he had a gym, and everybody called him Tendo Viking. Uh, he talked about he talked about how it like ruined his life. That sucks. You don't like to see people's lives ruined. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's the one thing is like if you become I don't know, if you become like a bee, and that's like all people know you from, that just, I don't know, that just, yeah, but, I don't know, I feel like at that point, you just like have to, like, you have to almost like basically yourself from like social media. Oh yeah. I wonder how that kid from the Yodeling Kid's doing. Yodeling. You know, the Walmart Yodeling Kid? Oh, yeah. And like, like everyone's already forgotten about him. I just, yeah, I hope his life is returned to normal. You know? Yeah, there's like a bunch of other guys. Day. Apparently, kid, he's probably like. Oh, the apparently, kid. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's not nearly as bad as like some other. Oh. Like I remember one year it was like the OU OSU Bedlam game and uh, there was some girl like wearing like she was an OSU fan like wearing her hood up and she just looked really goofy and it was like right after OU had come back I think it was like 2013 Yeah. and she like kind of became a meme when yeah. literally all she was trying to do was like stay warm that sucks. Yeah. Like, that could have been any of us. True. But. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I... Anyway, uh, this song, Shame. Um, eh, it's okay. I don't know. I don't have anything to say about it. It's, That's a shame. It's I. Yeah. Um, no one around. Shame, shame, shame. Oh, yeah. Homecoming queen. I forgot about that one. Let's <laughs> Shame, shame, shame. It's been just down there. Maybe that's where they got it from. Probably. Just paying every, homage every, to, everything to yourself or someone like you. Everything's great. Oh, yeah. He's real bad. Is there any comments about this one at all? No, no one cares about this.
folks. Sorry about that one. I guess you guys will never really know what that one's yeah. about. But it's about something that's a shame. All right. This is about an abusive relationship, according to Domus. Domus. Thomas Bascom. Domus. The girl realizes how bad things are and leaves, hoping to find herself in the process. The guy, however, dwells on the relationship and decides to hang around waiting, telling her that if, if while she's away, she realizes that she still wants him, he's always going to be waiting. Damn. That's a... Yeah, this song's pretty brutal, too. She burns all her notes. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm taking this album too seriously. No, it's... it's <laughs> I had no intentions of doing this when I first started, believe me. I thought I was going to have a lot more funny things to say. I, mean, I, I was really caught off guard. Uh, that's, uh, so, so is this girl, like, in a abusive relationship, or is the girl... The girl left because it's abusive. But the guy's like drawing upon it. Um, yeah, so the, the chorus, we always say it would be good to go away someday from here to make things change. If it's the same for you, I'll just hang. I think it's from the man's perspective. Yeah, definitely. Well, it seems, it seems like. Uh, oh, wait, it's, no, third, it's third from no one's perspective. Yeah, the trouble, understand, is she got reasons he don't. Yeah. He does not. Not he don't. I did, um, I, I did not. I did not. Oh, hi, Rob Thomas. <sighs> yeah, I know that's that's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty tough one. Yeah, it's very interesting to. I wonder what his inspiration was behind this because it, it seems like he wasn't. Dude, it's probably real life. Well, yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah, it could have been maybe yeah. like could have been maybe it's like. His mom and like somebody. Yeah. Probably my guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think something else I read about him is like his grandma like ran like a a gas station in like rural North Carolina and she would like where she like sold pot. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, maybe some other stuff. But uh yeah, he... it's such a weird thing to think about. Uh-huh. Like, what I'm wondering is like, where where was the natural progression from this album? Like, what should they have done? Like, they I don't think they made the right choice, but I don't know what they should have done. It's hard to this so this little genre soft rock. Yeah, it's so short. Yeah, you think about it like like okay, you know maybe name your top five albums okay there, which there they, they have like 15 albums yeah, probably 15 but, albums, but like, no one cares about stuff. anything since 99 yeah yeah so like you know you, you talk about these bands that have the sound and i can't think of anyone that like really that really stuck it out really stuck it out yeah really like you gotta realize that you can't you can't a stay with this sound forever because mm-hmm. in 2000s in the 2000s and like you know definitely now you can't have this same sound and like people be like oh that's a hip new song yeah exactly well uh, that does it um all right well that was yourself or someone like you and 
I mean, we're already kind of discussing it. Um, you want to go first or want me to go first? So it was good. Yeah. I mean, um, movie. I, I still don't. I still don't really see what what's that special about push. Um, I but I, I really did. I mean, I don't, I like it. It's a good song, but I don't, I don't see why it's their most popular. I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Real world, long day, three a.m. push. Um, all those are good songs. Um, Girl like that's okay. Back mm-hmm. to good is <laughs> back to good. Really, actually. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny. Uh, damn, it's not. Damn wasn't that great. Yeah. Argue was kind of forgettable. Uh, yeah, Cody was pretty sad. Busted was musically kind of their most angsty. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, and then Shame was also kind of forgettable. Yeah. And then Hang was Hang was a good closer, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think overall it's it's like a it's like a B plus for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so um It's it's very it it's it's very road trippy. Yeah. And I, I was expecting that, but the thing not regular trippy. Sure. Definitely the, the not trippy. The thing that I wasn't expecting um, was that it was going to be like this kind of deep and this depressing yeah, sort of. Yeah, exactly. If you really, if you really mm-hmm. listen to the lyrics, because it sounds lighthearted mm-hmm. to a certain extent. At least most of these songs, like 3 a.m. sounds like a pretty lighthearted song. And it's definitely about his mom like having cancer and dying from yeah. cancer, right? So yeah. like that's it's pretty... Mm-hmm. It's pretty tough stuff, and it, it fits right with the, the narrative of him having a pretty tough life. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I was, I was shocked listening to this again, because um, I, I thought I, I was going to spend most of it like saying, yeah, there are a couple kind of catchy songs. I thought I would really wind up making fun of Rob Thomas's voice a lot. Um, well, you, you did. I mean, just a little did, bit, but um, you know what? listening to it it's grown on me maybe it's kind of a stockholm syndrome thing but it's like i I thought i would just chalk up anything i liked in this album to nostalgia and that just wasn't the case in fact like if anything maybe i'm at an age now where like i'm in dad rocks like ideal demographic perhaps that's kind of what i was thinking yeah like maybe that i maybe that's coming yeah so i'm not I, i don't love matchbox 20 as a band per se but uh yeah I I like this album and yeah, I think I'm going to give it a B plus too. I, I don't think an A because I don't know. I just couldn't do that. Have we given anybody an no, A? No, we haven't. Yeah, there are too many. There's a little too much filler for me to give it an A, but um, it's, yeah, it it tugs on your heartstrings. It's, it's sad. It's catchy. Um, Rob Thomas is a far better songwriter than I gave him credit for. And, um, yeah, it's just, I wonder what could have been if, you know, they would have done more of this as opposed to like the, 
you know, what their career became. But yeah, true. Anyway, yeah, so uh, that's yourself or someone like you. If you were expecting us to just, you know, make fun of people and um, talk crap, sorry. Um, maybe we'll try to do that next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely pick up. There are plenty of other episodes you can go back and listen to if that's what you wanted to hear. Yeah. All right, so that's, that's what we got to say about that. Um, you know, anything else, Jordan? It was a good album. Yeah. So I'll, uh, yeah, I, I think we could leave it at that until, until Matchbox 2019. Mm, yeah, it was a good Matchbox 2018, and uh, next time we see, well, maybe not, I don't know, but next time um, we'll see you in Matchbox 2019. <laughs>